This is an Alliance podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Florida Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us, talking about the intersection of black culture and soccer. Welcome to another episode of the Florida Podcast, soccer podcast for us, us, talk about the intersection of black culture and soccer. I don't know about you guys, but it has been a lot in the past couple days, and it's, uh, it's got your boy here, Grego here. Got TK on the ones and twos, and we were supposed to do a MLS season preview, but of course, there's just been so much that has happened um, the past couple of days. But hey, that is probably fine. But we are still joined by none other than from the Coolingest Podcast, Christian Blanco. Uh, what is good? going on with you? Uh, it's an honor to Man. be here. Yeah, thank you so much uh, for for having me on. And yeah, there's a, there's uh, you know, it, it, it's times like these where you're like, is anything I'm saying even significant or important? Uh, but there's a there's that balance of I, you know, I care about these things and everything is interconnected. You know, it's not just, uh, you know, how people are like, we don't want politics in sports, but politics is sports and sports is politics and uh, and, and, and racial relations and. All these issues, you can't, you can't even enjoy the sport if you're not actively sharing and, and sharing the experience with everybody. So, you know, these uh, these conversations are important. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, how how you hanging on, TK? Man, it's been a very long day. It's been a very, very, very long day. I feel like from the time that I woke up, it's been one body shell shock after another with something going on in the news or just football <laughs> politics it's um that, that was well said earlier christian so yeah that's what it's been yeah man so let's um let's jump right into it because i feel like just just today alone has been wild beyond words but let's Let's try to rewind this just at least a, a couple of days. Uh, of course, you know, thank you guys for joining us on your podcast apps, Apple, Google, iHeart, all of them. You follow them. Let's get right up into it. Um, Chris TK is over here with his uh, old school Chelsea shirt on. It's up like, I'm not even sure like how we got here, but late Sunday night over in Europe, all like I think we were watching um what who was playing that late Sunday night game, but but like all of a sudden Twitter blew up, Instagram yeah. blew up with news of Tim, was that the Timbers? I feel I forgot who was playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um news came out about twelve of the biggest teams in in uh, in Europe were all saying, you know what? It's time we go ahead and um our backs and, and join forces and join the Super League and in the and, middle uh, of the night 
is when they in the middle in, in the, imagine it's late for us it's in it is in the <laughs> the sun has not oh, even risen before they <laughs> before they uh commit this uh you know this coup yeah you know like you have t- clubs like liverpool man united real madrid barcelona juve inter milan I'm saving this for my up this week, but I need to give a quick shout out to Bayern Munich uh, for just saying we're we're good on this. We're yeah. so good on this. All the German clubs, you know, all the German clubs. No, they weren't yeah. interested. Yeah. And um, but yeah, basically what we were supposed supposed to be getting was a competition of twenty teams uh, that would compete basically above the Champions League every year. And basically, you're putting the best of the best against each other every year. Basically, just put everything in European football and world football. Said, "Oh, hell no, <laughs> hell to the damn no." And because basically, at least from how I interpreted, basically, you would have a competition that's is in a lot of ways very American. <laughs> Where you have no relegation. I learned it from no. watching you, Dad. You know, it was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's funny because like I, I I joked about it over the weekend, where we are, uh, where it's like behind every villain is is a is an evil white dude, and I'm like, here you got John Henry from FSG, you got the Glazers from uh, Man United, and you had um, uh, who else was there? Who else on the board? Uh, I mean, yeah, the, 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 Florentino Perez, the Real Madrid yeah. dude. I mean, he was the face of it uh, over the weekend. Hey, he's still trying to be the face of it. Like you say, yeah, I am, I am not giving up on this. This is this is, this is not my my he's, ship, my watch. Yeah, he, he's like, oh. the, the, she, she's gonna come back. I swear. Don't don't believe what everybody's saying. She she loves me, you know. Man, listen, I'll be back. but um, <laughs> and and then. The funny part there was that you, you would still have five clubs from elsewhere in Europe, you know, by invitation. It's like, you know, we don't know. We don't care if, you know, if you might uh, be good or not in your, in your league. You know, but hey, you're rich. Hey, come fuck with us. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, um, no clarity, no plan, just mess. They just put out the mess <laughs> and expected people to embrace it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's weird because, you know, over the years, We've we've always heard about threats of a super league, you know, uh, breakaway leagues and everything. And then, you know, really enough, uh, you you wait for a people just you know swatting like a little bug, like ah, mm-hmm. you, you ain't doing it this time. But apparently, they they were able to slip through the cracks and, and go as far as making the announcement. And needless to say, like I said, the whole world just kind of went like, oh shit, hell nah. And fast forward. 48 hours later, everybody's like, can't do it. It's, you know, my bad, man. I, I didn't mean to do it, you know, like, no, just playing because, like, yeah. as Steven said, you ain't said it. If, if you do this, you, you're banned from your domestic leagues. Um, your players can't play international. Of course, mind you, they, they didn't even try to go that far just to see if they could even press that legally. But, hey, whatever works to – to shut this down because I feel like, you know, and it's it's what I paid most most attention to in, in this whole thing. It's like the voice of the players who you know they played Champions League, they played domestically. It's like 
they want that competition. And, and it's something that they've all been, you know, raised to believe in as part of what they, um, as far as what football and what soccer is all about. It's and, tradition. But, it's tradition. Yeah, they, that, and that is the thing that, you know, Europe has that we do not. They have a hundred years at the very least of this is how we do things. And when you try to change that, you know, there, there are some things that, you know, sometimes change is good, sometimes it, it's bad. But this is that, that overwhelming feeling of like, you know, people always say soccer is the, the, the most popular religion in the world. It is mo- has more mm-hmm. supporters and fans than than Christianity, Islam, uh, Judaism combined. Like, so it is like you you telling someone you can't practice your religion the way you wanted it to practice it. And you, do you think people yeah. would be upset? They would be like up in arms. They'd be like, no, that's not that's not how we do things. And it's a it's the easiest way to start a revolt. To, to, to essentially uh, try to change the way f- uh, football in Europe is played. It's different here. I like because, how you put that. Yeah, I mean, it's different here where there was no tradition. There was no culture. So whatever we got, we're like, all right, I guess this is how it's done. And people didn't even really question when NASL was here or uh, or M- when MLS started. It's like, all right, well, we don't have promotion relegation, but at least we have something. Um, yeah, so exactly. Th- this is like the... I mean, it's been amazing seeing the the. I mean, the last three days have just been an unbelievable amount. I mean, I, I would say for the popularity of the sport alone, just being Super League trending absolutely everywhere. People who don't know anything about soccer are like, "Yo, what is the Super League stuff? This is crazy." James Corden, yeah, going like near crying on on American television about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, seeing that is is a it's a win to some degree for what soccer means to people. And I think it opened uh, people's eyes to like how serious people, uh, especially in Europe, take the game. So it, it's, I mean, there's a lot to to like talk about and unpack. I mean, the, the, the interesting thing, especially today, you know, seeing the energy that these, especially Chelsea fans, Chelsea fans, they blocked their team bus. There's one over here. One over here. <laughs> They they got in the face of Petr Cech, a legend for the club, and 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 he's begging them, pleading them, like let the team go by. This is not the way to. And it's crazy because you you hear the same, you know, we the the kick kick racism out the game and all this other stuff, and we see that, and, and we we're, we always ask like, where's that energy for the things that are truly wrong within the game? And and it's fascinating because Petr Cech's saying. This is not the way to protest. It's like, that's what they tell us. <laughs> they, say, <laughs> they say the same thing. It's crazy. They don't even see like the hypocrisy in their own behavior. And, and you see it. It's like you need. And, and honestly, and, and that photo, there's a bunch of photos of Petr Cech arguing with Chelsea supporters. And it's a, it's a, sea, it's a sea of of young white male faces. And you see it and you're like, yo, th- the only thing that gets them to act is when you take their toys away. This is. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's so crazy that it's it's th- that's what it takes. That's what it takes for them to show that passion over uh, uh, something what they perceive as injustice. Uh, TK, like, of course, you're, you're our resident Chelsea guys. Like, how like how did you take that off that moment in? 
Man, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, that was one of the, the bombshells for me today. It was just, you know, like, pulling up my social feed for 30 seconds and seeing Petr Cech, like, screaming, like, saliva coming out of his mouth. <laughs> I, you know, the, the supporters there that were, you know, there in protest, and rightfully so, man, um, especially with Chelsea in particular, because we have a, a C, uh, pitch organization, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> A CPO. So it's like we actually own part of the pitch. So like that was part of the deal for with Chelsea um, when the club got taken over uh, with Ken Bates way back in the day. But it's just crazy, man. The whole thing is just crazy. I, I'm just kind of in disbelief, uh, disbelief, honestly. And then for it to be like Roman Abramovich to kind of break first on, uh, was it Forbes, I guess? Yeah, yeah, the news. Oh, no, it's just it's all really, really easy. I said fuckery was coming around the corner last <laughs> week, but I had no clue like, it would be to, to this degree, if you will. Said, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. I mean, for this to all happen, it's like, I just want to enjoy a nice 420, you know? Like, come on. <laughs> I want to be high, man. This is crazy. Listen, I, I, think, I think after everything that's happened today, you know, hopefully everyone's lighting up responsibly, but man, it is absolutely <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's self care. It is self care at this point. It really is. It absolutely is. Um, hey, but yeah, man, it's, culture, but, um, it, it was eloquent, so eloquent. As we, as people of color, have we've earned that. Yeah, Of all nights, we've earned it. Absolutely, man. Um, of course, we could, we could. Uh, go on about it. I'm pretty sure, of course, the ramifications on this still haven't been uh, all the way felt out because there's still a chance of sanctions against the teams that, that I'm going to join. But- We're going to get fined. Absolutely. Every every club that jumped in the on the carousel for this yeah, fuckery yeah. is going to be fine. Absolutely. There's no way that doesn't matter. UEFA is getting the belt. It's going to be serious. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't help that like the, the president of UEFA looks like a Bond villain. So you already know shit's about to go down. So, yeah. But um, but yeah, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, got uh, more with uh, Christian later. Got a word from protagonist, and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, this is Dan Vaughn from the Knights Who Say Nisa, your one-stop podcast for all things about the newest and most exciting professional league in the country, Nisa. All this week, the Knights have been breaking down all the action from the Nisa Legends Cup, and you can count on us to be there to discuss the finale with the bad boys of Detroit, DCFC, taking on the host juggernaut club, Chattanooga FC. So tune in to the protagonist pods feed and check out Knights Who Say Nisa, just one of the many great podcasts that are part of the Alliance. Hey guys, this is Elliot, the co-host of Can I Kick It at River City 93. As always, if you're looking for the most up-to-date shows on black history, what's going on in the game, in and off the pitch, then come check us out at Can I Kick It. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter, River City 93. And as always, guys, like, share, subscribe to our podcast, and we'll catch you guys on the good side. And we're back. We'll be uh, rejoined by Christian later on in the show. Um, but 
you know, it's it's been it's been so much the past couple of days that you know what happens like Jose Mourinho getting fired went from like probably like maybe the first first thing on on the news to like all of a sudden it went down to like six. Not even six. And, that's that's being generous. Yeah. And it's 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 weird because I can honestly say that it never felt like like Spurs was a good fit for him at all. At all. And you know, like there were like there were like little glimpses here and there, but for the most part it was like, yeah, you're just doing this, you know, you know, for a nice check, you know. Hopefully fans will, will hopefully fans will be there by the time um, you know, Spurs get good, but yeah, it just it never it never got off the Man, way that they hoped. It's it's actually kind of a shame because uh, I mean I, I'm a fan of Jose. Like the guy is a, a class A personality, and you really can't take that away from him at all. You know, like you'll never be able to take that away from him. As a matter of fact, but um, he's just been a waning influence on clubs, on players, yeah, and their development, yeah. Um, and even on the media, you could say, and us as just regular supporters, if you will, um, neutrals, I guess. So it's just been kind of like the writing on the wall. Um, maybe to Jose, he was thinking he can go to Spurs and turn it around for himself and, you know, perhaps get himself into a, another final, which he was still essentially doing because he won the Europa League with United, and he could have won the Europa League with Spurs. Um, however, that's not, not an option anymore. The funny thing there is that, um, you know, I don't know how true it is or not, but I think at least, you know, you know how Twitter can be at, at times. Like, it's, they were saying that Spurs was going to use the Super League money to to go ahead and pay him off. And, and I guess look for somebody new. But, of course, I'm like, okay, Looking at at who's out there, um, who are you gonna hire? Yep. And question. And who's gonna want that right now? Because it's Spurs. They're not. They're probably not gonna win champ. Uh, win um. Win a top four spot. No, no, no. Um, let's let's deal in absolutes. Let's spell it out. Like, not going to get top four. Continue. Yeah. And uh, they're already out of uh, Europa League, right? Check. So yeah, you're pretty much. So, needless to say, you're about to lose Harry Kane next year. Triple probably um, Young and Son on uh, the summer. Like you're like <laughs> you're about to go through some shit. Exactly. And hell, if even if he had stayed, he'd probably be like, you know what? I'm good. Like, uh, I this 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 club's about to be on, on the slide. So. I'm gonna go ahead and slide on out my damn self, you know. And, and it's it's so crazy because I've I've been saying this for quite some time. You probably have heard this on past episodes. I, I honestly think that he has been the same since he left um, uh, Real Madrid. I think that yep, that's what that job burned him out. Yep. Go ahead. No, that's when it happened. That's exactly when it happened. 
And like he's, you know, he's had he's had his success successes, you know, since then, you know, here and there. You know, of course, he went back to Chelsea, won the league, and then got fired because they the better than the year. Discord. Second. Palpable Discord. Yeah, and of course he had his thing at Man United. He even managed to um, win Europa League uh, with United, but like even then, you could just tell that it just seemed like. He wasn't connecting the same to uh, players. Nobody was like going through the wall for him anymore, like they were at Chelsea and at Air Milan. Like it, like like you said, the, the influence was just no longer there, like it once was. You know, I think that after a while, people just kind of catch up to what your um, what what you, what your what your stick is, what your what your approach is, and like some people will tune it out, and some people be like, you know what? It's all right for about three weeks, and afterwards, I'm just ready to just go ahead and just. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, really, I don't feel like Jose is still an incapable manager in affecting players in the positive. I just think that he has such a strict way of proceeding forward with the, what he wants to do and how he structures his team that when he decides to leave a player out, he leaves a player out. Like, and he yeah. there's no communication. And, like, it was actually very interesting because Pogba has been in the news uh, mm-hmm. for other reasons, but uh, he recently struck a deal with Amazon to, like, a, a Pug documentary, or it's a documentary, <laughs> but a spent on that. However, uh, he it came out already. There's, like, a minute clip where he talks about the relationship with Jose and how it is to be left out of his, his team specifically. And you can mm-hmm. probably hallmark this with specific players and every team that he's been uh, the manager at, um, Mata, for instance, before he went, uh, before he was at United. Um, I mean, yeah, at Chelsea, yeah. Or yeah, who who was a, a player at United? Was a maybe Shaw? Um, shit. Um, of course, everybody knows about Pogba. I I, I think that who else can I think of there? Martial was hit. Hit or miss, of course. He's still hit or miss, yeah. um, and everything. But like, summer, it, it's it's definitely telling because, like, you know, back during his first term at, at Chelsea and also at Inter Milan, like, you had guys who were who were willing to go through the walls for Mourinho and just go all out every, every single week. And yeah, it, it's just not connecting as well anymore. And I've I kind of likened it to when Jordan retired the first time and he said he was just burnt out and just the love of, of the game wasn't the same as it used to be. And then he went to play minor league baseball and he, he rediscovered that love. And as much as it is a joke, I actually do think that he would probably do do himself a world of good coming over here to um, to MLS because I feel like one he's always been a fan of coming over here to the US anyway, and I feel like just to be away from that grinder for like I said it could be a year it could be two years doesn't have to be necessarily long but I think that he needs that that time that that time away from that pressure cooker and, and still be able to focus on the game and just be able to breathe. Cause I feel like 
the more he keeps getting reused, especially in England, the 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 less effective he's only going to get less effective to the point where he'll be at Scunthorpe at at some point. Just like you know what, uh, I'm just I'm just here for the check. Yeah, man. Uh, I think you highlighted it really well. There's just no one that uh, player-wise is willing to fall on the sword for him anymore, uh, which is unfortunate because that's the whole thing with managers is that's half the relationship, in my opinion, is their ability to motivate their players, whether it be mentally, physically, you know, to, however that needs to be on the field, off the field, to to better themselves as players as a whole. So that's unfortunate. But um, what team would he go to? It's not just like a pluck him at Montreal kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> um, you know what? Because um, it suits the style of the league in general, you know, as far as like yeah. this, this tactical approach or the get to the game. Um, I'd <laughs> probably say what? Uh, it was it was a pun for me, but San Jose. Actually, you know what's funny? I was actually thinking probably the same thing. I, I do. I I see California. Of course, Galaxy have already made their hire with Greg Vanny, and I think they're probably going to commit to him for for a while. LAFC is good with uh, with Bob Bradley. Um, I, I want to say Almeida almost left over the over the off season. So I would think that if if one job came available, it might be that one. Um, I can see that one. Um, if I had to go like a like a big big market, I would probably say Chicago because uh-huh. I, I think that their their club and a team that's that's in need of a bit of a star factor. I guess, I guess you could say, especially with them now back in the city, back, back playing at uh, Soldier Field. I think that that can generate some buzz. For, um, uh, for that team. Uh, of course, Jake and Phil might kill me for that one, but I, I think that that would probably, like, if big market-wise, that would probably be one that would fit. Um, I don't see him, like, doing, like, Miami. I don't see him doing NYCFC or Red Bulls. I, I think that um, I think Chicago would probably be it uh, and, uh, and make that work. So if he doesn't do, or hypothetically speaking, of course, is all speculation. However, if it wasn't a California alternative in San Jose, then I think he doesn't go full East Coast, and I think he lands mm-hmm. Texas because he still is conscientious of wanting to like international travel, and so like California mm-hmm. already a, a pretty long flight. Yeah. So um, I, I think he, he ends up in Texas, like Houston. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Let, uh, of course, let you, you guys let us know what you guys think. If would would Mourinho fit in MLS at all? And if so, uh, let us know. Let us know on the social FTC UTD on Twitter, Facebook. Some of y'all some sometimes respond on Instagram, but no, at least uh, Twitter and Facebook. But um, of course, we're gonna, we're gonna still try to do some bit of um, predictions for um, for this season. So. We're going to pay a quick bill, and uh, we'll be back on the flip. Of course, uh, Christian Planka will be back with us for up to down, and um, stick with us.
All right. Um, I know this episode's been kind of, you know, all all over the place, and I promise you that, um, I feel, you know, we got we got we got some more uh, good stuff, for you guys. Um, but yeah, uh, this was supposed to be our uh, our MLS season preview. That kind of got blew up with the Super League, and then the um, like. They really thought this was going to work. They really yeah. thought this was going to work. I mean, it's like they, you know, you, you get away with it. It's, it's how all the good movies start. The villain wins at first. You know, and I've heard a lot of different arguments, you know, online as far as like, how do we get here? And especially considering that you could kind of argue that MLS in itself is kind of its own super league, you know, just in kind of in the um, the format of it and the and how it's constituted. Of course, everything kind of goes back to you know the influences from the NFL, and I think that even with the super league, you could kind of like it kind of had its own thing. Where like, of course, here we do everything throughout the whole nation, and over there. They're like, hey, we're gonna just do it all over the continent, just to like, you know, basically the biggest, the biggest cities are the ones that will be involved. You know, Milan, Manchester, Barcelona, Madrid, shit like that. But um, like, of course, the EPL teams have all pulled out. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll say this much: I was very prepared. To pull out of any support of Man United, if this all went, I was, I was like, I already, I already have room for one closed league. I, I can't do two. I can't, can't do it. <laughs> that was it. You were just so, ready to throw, throw in the towel. Just, just <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they're supposed to be the example as far as you know what we try to try to make. What our system is, of course, I've already considered the fact that it won't be like be like it a hundred percent. But you know, at least the influence, at least the foundation. You know, I hope that one day we could get that where that competition does go from the biggest, the biggest teams in the country to the smallest teams. And I definitely just saw the the danger of okay. If you allow this, how like how does that incentivize for one those uh, those top teams, and also how does it affect um, the the teams that that remain in, in domestic leagues? Like because UEFA was like, we're gonna we're gonna cut you off if if you join these leagues because that automatically makes the Champions League less less viable, yep. which means it makes the, the Europa League less viable, yep. and that just trickles down. And I think the funny part was that uh, Florentino Perez, the the president of Real Madrid, he he went on this um, this late night talk show in in in, um, in Spain, and was really talking some some trickle down economics bullshit, talking about like, okay, we got to get the money first, and then we'll distribute it uh, around to everybody else. I'm like, we lived that shit here. And I'm like. Don't work. That's a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it, it does not work. It does not work whatsoever. Yeah. But 
somehow they want to convince us that yeah, this is, this, is, this will be perfect. This will be absolutely great. I'm like, okay. I'm so, <laughs> I you know, but it does you know, I, it seeing the response from the people, you know, as people supporters, of course, actually y'all really y'all really about to you know about to rip up uh, Peter Check. <laughs> Uh, it it was so much more than that man because they you know and a lot like a a lot of the supporters across the the country of the uk they went to their respective top six club and you know put banners on on the fence and let their voices be heard of discontent so when it came time for you know it being match day with a home match at chelsea against brighton um so you know like it, it was so good to see people demonstrate that way but um you know it's just like you want to see some of that same energy devoted towards eliminating some other issues that are currently presiding in soccer worldwide globally and so it would be nice to take the wave of this movement and push that energy towards something else that could create change for good um you know you know know, i'm just over here trying to like 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 our man Yogi said, like, you know, it's funny like how, you know, they were all quick to jump in arms about Super League, but have they really done anything about racism? Nah. Yeah. Shout out to uh shout out to actually man, I I guess I could be it up. But I don't know if I can hold it in. What's good? We still got top four. So I mean, yeah, you're right, I suppose. Um I don't know. It, it's good. Some of the some of the players have spoken out about it in in relationship to what I just mentioned. So we'll, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, we'll move on with the with these predictions. Get into it while we're still talking domestically per se. Yeah. So of course uh, we of course the season just started uh, this past weekend. Of course for uh, some of the teams in the Champions League. Of course they they all made it through, the, um, through the first round, which is like you know, my first time ever. I think I uh, so. Definitely shout, shout out to um to them for you know at least handling business during our first round. Course, like I said last week, spot that trophy. So this is cool, but need that silverware. Eyes on the prize. Mm-hmm. Eyes on the prize. But um, I mean, we got. Of course, we're gonna give our MLS automatically in the semis. The way the bracket breaks down, so there's some hope for yeah. the league yeah. to domestically or to internationally, hypothetically, advance. So. Th- yeah, we got as uh, as our guys in, uh, in Philly. So yes, no matter what, we got one team in the semis. So we will see how that goes. Of course, we're going to give our way too early uh, MLS predictions. Um, uh, who you got for your top four for the season? Like who you got? Oh, um, unfortunately, I have to give weight to the um, the Champions League teams for. Um, just the manner in which that they're playing currently to be starting essentially our season, having only a few weeks of training with the, their teammates. It's really encouraging to see MLS as a league um, be as competitive as they are against uh, the Mexican teams and, uh, and some of the other, you know, uh, South American teams. So um, th- th- I'm, I'm super encouraged by that. With that being said, I am going with, uh, with Philly to win the supporters shield. Again, mm-hmm. I think that they uh, they cruise through it. I think Columbus slips and stumbles, but they'll be second. I think Atlanta can. 
I guess this is just my Phoenix rising moment. So I, I, I got Atlanta, the home team, as a, as a third. And then for fourth, you know, I, I guess, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe L.A.? No, I think they – I don't have too much faith in L.A. actually. No, I feel like it – I didn't watch their match, but – I, I did watch uh, the LAFC match. Like, why in the world did did uh, Villa get uh, taken out? Um, oh yeah, I thought he was injured and he wasn't. <laughs> They're really sub. Um, I don't know. To yeah. round up my top four, we'll we'll, we'll just give it to uh, one of the the Pacific Northwest teams. So, um, if I was gonna flip a coin for Portland or um, or jeez, uh, draw the blank now. Uh, <laughs> Portland Seattle? or Seattle? I'd probably Seattle. Uh, okay. I'd probably Seattle actually. Okay. Okay. I think um, they can... Go ahead. I said I think they can use it. They got the bogey of Jordan Mortis riding riding on them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a shame though. He he won't be um be playing this year. Um, like. At all. That, that's just that's just really unfortunate. But uh, but I, I do I will say that it was cool seeing uh, Freddie Montero, one of the original MLS Thunders, um, back in action. Of course, they smacked up on uh, Minnesota, something serious uh, for nail. Because I, I actually um, do think that Minnesota is a team that will cause trouble. They're not top four, but they will cause a lot of trouble. No, I agree. With, the Blues are. Um... I think they're the the next best expansion team after Atlanta, um, provided they don't have a shit season that we did last year. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they definitely had a, a strong finish uh, last year, and um, you know, just have still be able to have most of that team together. Um, I, I, come playoff time, that's another team that I would I would enjoy facing out. Uh, I just put it in that, but um. As far as my top four, um, I definitely think that um, once they move into their new stadium, uh, Columbus is going to be very hard to beat. Um, uh, they they opened up their new stadium, I think it's uh, July 4th, if I'm mistaken. So um, definitely uh, looking forward to um, seeing what um, what they do at new stadium. And uh, I, I didn't realize that they were still – Playing in old crew stadium up until then, so it's, it's kind of cool. At the same time, you know, it would have been cool if they just had left that last memory of uh, MLS Cup last year being like the last memory that you see of that stadium. But you know, it is what it is. Um, uh, I do see the home team bouncing back. Um, the one thing is probably going to determine that is how soon. Uh, Yosef uh, bounces back from his knee, um, from the knee injury because it's definitely been made clear. You know, he's, you know, it's a little fluffier um, started up the season, so he's not able to do a whole ninety just yet. The way I'm the way I'm seeing it, he's probably not going to be a hundred percent probably until maybe maybe June, maybe end of May, something like that. But uh, that's something to definitely keep an eye out on. But um, but I love where our back line is. I love that. Like we, like we still have, we still have our designated player on Franco that has yet to debut. So 
Cresta looked this good already, and he's still yet to um, to, sh uh, to play. We just got to get get tight together, and um, I think it will be good. Um, like you said, yeah, the Cascadia teams are always tough. I'm, I'm actually going to go to, on the other side and put Portland um, in my in my top four, and. I'm, I'm gonna make my fourth a possible like spades, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say Galaxy, because I, I've I've always been a big fan of, of Greg Vanning. I I thought that we should have given him a stronger look here in Atlanta. That's how far I would go with it. But I do think um you know once they start figure things out, it looks like Chicharito's already you know picking things up right away. He got two two goals on Saturday, which already matched his total from last year. <laughs> Exactly. It, the the task wasn't hard to begin with, but we'll, we'll see. We'll, I think we should have the Chicharito conversation, <laughs> and you know, and maybe I mean two months time. I think that's right, the, right, right. Be honestly more appropriate. Just g give the guy some time. Let's see if he bed in, beds in, and if he doesn't, then we, we call it for what it is. That's that's a possible book right there. It's a possible book. <laughs> keep it speed style, but um, but uh. Who else could will probably be strong this year? Um, Austin ain't looking too. Hard. I'll, 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 it will shock me if Austin is is at least decent. I don't expect them to necessarily, you know, challenge right away. But it won't it won't shock me if they're at least. Decent. I'll probably say like if you compare like where we were twenty seventeen, maybe a step below that because I mean like they've had. They've had all the time in the world to really build their team up. So right. I definitely think that they'll be able, like, if you ever, like, pay attention to it, most of the teams that um, that have most of the expansion teams that come in, if they've had, like, two, three years to kind of set things up, usually they do better to the rest later, whereas compared to, like, Natty or Minnesota, like, they had to kind of, like, Throw things in at the last minute, and starting off, they were just like god awful, and like they eventually got good. Um, so more of a I would lean towards. <laughs> I mean, right? But um, I, I, so what? This is more of the Nashville route, essentially. Yeah, but yeah, na na Nash. I'm putting the asterisks on Nashville just because you had like 12 teams that made a play that like. In a normal year, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. Right, yeah, absolutely. But I feel like they, uh, roster-wise, Nashville, I, I'm not even sure who the GM is off the top of my head, but they were able to work out some things to have the roster be to their advantage as far as the players mm -hmm. are portrayed into to the squad. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking forward to that, especially for Nashville and Miami. Of course, we already saw in Miami how they had all, all those people there. <laughs> but uh, uh, but I, I will say that they didn't get a chance to really have that that first year buzz like we did um, and have those fans and say, like, hey, check out this this scene and everything. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that the buzz in those cities hasn't hasn't died. Hasn't died completely um, to where they still want to take those out 
and um, they can regain that momentum and everything. It'll be all right. I'm sure in right, sure in Austin, once their stadium opens up, I think theirs opens up in June. Um, you know, of course, being Texas, I'm pretty sure they'll be, they'll be like right away. <laughs> um, so you at least will be able to see what their culture is about. You know, hopefully we can get on some of their supporters on the show and just kind of like get a get an idea as far as like what what's been building down there because it's definitely been intriguing to see. Because those of y'all that don't know, the state of Texas as a whole, you know, whether it's Dallas or Houston, it's very. It's always been like kind of up and down as far as their fan support. Now it's like Austin's been very different in that regard. So, um, yes, yeah, so I know we got we know some Verde, we know some some Austin Anthem people. But um, yeah, so uh, give us a shout out. Of course, because um, uh, this week has just been a mess. Um, what I'd hope to do this week, but what we're actually going to do for next week. Um, like we did last year for our season preview, we want, we want to hear from you guys and like basically like give like give us a, um like a thirty minute, th- uh, not thirty minute, thirty second Ooh, um, clip this far. Right, right, right. Give us like a thirty to forty five second um, clip as far as like why you think your team will win MLS Cup or maybe you think they'll win Supporter Shield. Give us give us that. Um, uh, hit us up at contact at ftcutd.com with your clip. We'll put it in next week's show. Like I said, we definitely want to hear from you guys because, again, uh, we feel like, you know, we're a supporter just like you. So you, you definitely want to um, hear about that. My prediction for for um, Supporter Shield um, will be Columbus. Like I said, I think once – because I feel like how they backload the home games once the stadium opens up. We're gonna have that home, that home pitch advantage, so mm-hmm. I definitely think that um, they'll push through and um, and get order um, shield. I don't think that they'll repeat. I think that they'll pull a United and lose like the conference finals plus. <laughs> and um, like how New York uh, on the our supporter shield the second year. Yeah, yeah. and um, I, I I do think that it. I feel like the cards are in our favor as far as MLS Cup. I don't want to go as far as say that we'll win uh, MLS Cup. I, I'm going to say, um, that's the thing. Who would come out west? Because like, uh, you know, I'm 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 gonna say I'm gonna say Portland. I, I think you get a, a 2018 a 2018 rematch, and would it'll probably it'll be over in, out in Portland. United versus Timbers, and Timbers will squeak that out. Your lack of faith is disappointing. I would love to be wrong. I would absolutely (laughs) love to be wrong. Sure, sure, sure. um, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm doing a reverse jigs and saying that, you know, it'll it'll be important. So, yeah, yeah, (laughs) think it up here, man. Think it up here. But, uh, but yeah, like I said, those of y'all who who want to be um, included in next week's show, give us your um, your predictions for your club next year. For this year, uh, give us a shout, and uh, we'll make that happen for next week's show. But um, yeah, on the flip, we will be back with Christian. We have to show up. 
our two up today on the course talk about everything with um uh, conviction with uh, Derek Duran and um then also having the day with uh Micaiah Bryan. I'm like it just does not stop and it's just yes. absolutely infuriating. But um yeah, like I said, we're 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 ending and things on a on a positive note with our question. Yeah, we'll be back. Right. And I think that's actually that's actually a much hour. Like, yeah. how we did it. <laughs> uh, oh, we didn't. What's up? What's up? Two up, two down. I feel like I feel like short. It was. Condensed. It was short, but you know, yeah, it was very condensed. But I, I was trying to squeeze it before Christian had to cut out, but. I, I I think it's still service bro. No, it's fine. It's fine. Welcome to Shea Butter SC, the podcast for, by, and about Black women in soccer, featuring your hosts, Guy and Sills. In our third episode, we opened the Shea Butter FC library to effectively read the NWSL on how to be anti-problematic for the sake of players and the growth of the game. We'll also give you the rundown of the second round of international friendlies, including the United States women's national team's surprising redemption game against the French national team. And we review the PSG versus Lyon Champions League second leg. We also drop more of our Shea Butter crossovers where we compare soccer players to basketball players. So make sure you tune in as we bring our flavor and season into this week's hot takes surrounding the global women's soccer community. And be sure to check us out because we definitely gonna keep your skin moisturized and your edges laid. Shea Butter. And we're back. Um, I need to make a quick apology to my guy Christian because okay. he's uh one of my, one of our guys that bought a one of our beautiful Legend of the Culture hoodies uh, back when we, uh, they were on sale. They got delayed, and oh. they, um, and uh, I come to find <laughs> out once I finally got word, uh, of course we got, we finally got everything straightened out, so it actually is on the way as we speak. Um, hopefully it's still cold up there. Are you in Jersey, New York? I'm in. Uh, I'm right by New York, but I'm in, I'm in North Jersey. I'm. Uh, yeah, don't worry. I'll just. Is it still just, cold up there? It is not. I'm just sweating it, bro. It's all good. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, it's so funny. I for, I kind of just forgot about it. I'm like sometimes I order stuff and then you know I I just I completely forgot about it. But yeah, now that you remind me, I'm upset. Where's my hoodie? <laughs> I want to. I want to support Crystal Dunn, bro. You, why are you preventing me yeah. from doing that? Hey, <laughs> hey, I, I, I will make up for that. I got, I, I got something that um, I got, I got something for you. So okay. trust me, we, we will definitely make a man on that. Something that you can wear definitely more in the summertime. So we got you. Oh, you're got too you. kind. Thank you. Uh, of course, for everybody so, else out there, uh, this week, this week we do have twenty um, percent off on. All name sets, name place at ftcutv.myshopify.com. So get your jerseys right. We got all that, all that stuff. Of course, we still got um, uh, crap. I just it's, it's been a lot today. Like I, I'm trying to get everything um, all out, but yes, make sure hook it up. Of course, it, it helps us make our show better and all that good jazz. So 
It does have the FTC UTD at myshopify.com. All right, now. I want to touch on this real quick before we, before we um, head out because I, t- I feel like obviously as much as the up is for uh, Derek Chabon getting uh, uh, real guilty for his conviction, of course, not even 20, 20, not even 30 minutes afterwards, we get news of um, Micaiah Bryant uh, getting shot in Columbus. And it definitely just keeps things in perspective that as soon as one thing ends, another thing starts, and it's like the cycle keeps on going. It's like, um, it's it's just been crazy. Like this year, it seems like there's been like a shooting every every week, every well, three days. Shootings in thirty days. Yeah, like or sorry, forty six. And and that's just you would think at some point, you know, the government would get involved. Enough's enough. Like we need to stop each other and hurting it, each other. It, it makes me feel like the like as as technology has got as we have gotten so much more interconnected, it, it is impossible to to detach from as if you're on social media, it's impossible to detach from terrible things happening in the world. Like terrible things used to happen in the world and we used to not know about it. And now that is impossible. Right. So it's almost like yeah. being I don't think human beings were meant to consume so much tragedy. It, it's it's really yeah. I mean, the, the trauma is, is, you know, and especially for people of color, it's obviously worse, particularly in this country. But human beings are just not meant to see so much absolute terror every day. And it's just so accessible. And. That's why I mean that's what makes today so even more challenging because you were like on we were hoping for that being on the precipice of of justice and some positivity and and turning a corner and you realize all right oh we haven't we're still on the same block yeah. we haven't turned anything we haven't <laughs> it's crazy yeah oh damn we're still sitting on this little <laughs> yeah square foot. The more things change, the more they say the same. It's just fortunate, fortunate, you know. Hope thankfully we got some accountability with murder of George Floyd, but yeah, it. it um, but I, I do want to, you know, at least wrap up the show on, on a positive note. Oh, before we before we get out of here, um, first of all, I'm just make my my ups real quick. Shout out to Oakland Roots. Uh, they had uh, Marshawn Lynch joining on uh, the ownership group uh, this yeah. past uh, this past week. Of course, he's a town business all, all the time out there. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what um what he uh, has uh, out there. Um, and also, and again, shout out to to uh, the Bundesliga teams. Shout out to Portuguese teams. You know, even shout out to PSG, even though they technically have TV conflicts that that prevent them to doing uh, Super League. But you know, all y'all that said no, we roll with y'all. Like yeah. I said, I'm, I'm gonna have to find me a, a German team. Shout out to uh, guy Jacob, a uh, fifty plus donor. Like, yeah. But, well, uh, well, when I was uh, in Germany uh, two years ago, 
and and you really get that sense of that you know the fifty plus one rule and you know uh, mm. the the fans own fifty one percent of the club, so they they're the the majority they can make the majority decision for any big uh, decisions for the club, and it is a it is such a strong belief that the the we went to two games, one in Dusseldorf and and one in, in Frankfurt. And both games, you would see people selling like shirts and jerseys and scarves and stuff. And they were all Mm -hmm. like, there will always be somebody that has a scarf that said, fuck RB Leipzig in English, (laughs) like right there. (laughs) Because everybody hates RB Leipzig for how they got into into Bundesliga. And if you you don't know the story, they essentially, Red Bull bought like a team in the absolutely like lower, lower levels. And you know, mess with the rules or whatever they got through and they got to the top and Bundesliga. So they, they are the one team that are, are not uh, playing by this 50 plus one rule. Uh, and it's, uh, and everybody hates it. So that's when, when you, all the super league stuff, all the, even the German clubs, they handled it well, but realistically they couldn't do anything else because the, the supporters yeah. would have never even allowed it wasn't oh, even a conversation God. wasn't even a thing it was like no no not even just don't even utter those words because there's no way like, it's are happening. you serious <laughs> are you serious right now are you even are you how dare you open your mouth <laughs> but um but um but uh, yeah before, before we get out of there I, I meant to ask you john during um an earlier segment uh what's your, what's your top four for sure for mls top four teams uh all right especially after seeing the first uh week i'm gonna have to say um and I, there's gonna be bias because the ccl teams do look pretty good as well because they all they do they, they do they do they move through so they, like for once they actually take use it to their advantage so that, yeah i like that so the the recent recency bias is going to be a little bit strong, um, but I do think uh, I'm going to say Timbers. Um, I'm going to say um, I I got to throw my CFC in there because those are the rules. Uh, you got to do what you got to do. They're gonna be they're gonna be there. Okay, um, and then I think. Um, it's difficult to go against Columbus and Philly. I mean, especially they just played and they both look like strong, uh, strong clubs. And, but it's, it's also, it's surprising, you know, um, especially since Philly lost key players, but I think those Columbus is like, it's like stacked. They have all the, even though the, they, they brought in like older dudes and it's like, all right, well still it's not a little, it's not fair to bring Bradley Wright Phillips and Kevin Molino. Cause even if, Jazzy's artist gets hurt or whatever. The, those those are pretty good replacements uh, to to put up top. So uh, those are my top four. And then I, I think a team that's gonna shock people this season it's gonna be the LA Galaxy. I think they're gonna turn things around. So that's a fifth, but that's just a wild card. Okay, I'll take that. And um, are we going? With, I know you got the home team and everything. Are we going with NYCFC or the field for MLS Cup? Uh, wait. NYCFC to, to go for MLS Cup? Yeah. Um, yes, why not? Who cares, right? <laughs> All in. <laughs> uh, look, I, I think they look, they, they lost to DC United in, in a, a tough game. Um, they started last season not 
you know, super strong and ended up in fifth in, in the Eastern Conference. They got some new signings. They have, uh, I think the identity of the team is going to be a little reshaped because they traded away Alex Ring to Austin. Um, but I think they uh, they got they signed a Brazilian dude with one name. So we we in a good position. You already know what's up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shit just got real. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Tiago. Don't ask me for my full government. All right. <laughs> oh man yo of course yo, we definitely got to get you and alexis back on asap for those of you who might be living on the rock and don't know these guys where can they find you uh at soccer cooligans on on everything uh we do obviously we're we're alexis and i were both stand-up comics we do look stand, i'm my second, sh- I'm getting my second sh- shot of the vaccine next week. I'm hoping to do stand-up comedy again, be on the road. Um, so look out for that. But at Soccer Cooligans, and then um, every Sunday, 7 p.m., Fubo Sports Network. That's uh, we, we, you know, it was a podcast, and now it is a TV show on Fubo TV. So please check that out, FuboSportsNetwork.com. Podcast goals. <laughs> <laughs> it's a miracle. Well, I don't know how it happened, but. But yeah, man. Uh, as always, you can catch us on social FTC. UTT. Yeah, it's been a wild episode again. Thank you so much for coming through on the Clutch Christian again. Everybody out there, stay encouraged, stay focused, you know, stay safe out here, please, because it's just, it's so much uh, going on out here and, you know, there's too many of us dying and we need to stick together as much as we can but until next week for me for TK, for Christian Fortress Real, Fortress Everywhere we will see y'all soon hopefully out here in in the stadiums yeah thanks (laughs) alright man I know you gotta get out of here but yeah man Thanks for coming, doing the clutch. Um, time, next time we're gonna, man. yeah, um, yeah. So hopefully, um, we can uh, uh, well, I'll link back up sooner or later. And um, I think I definitely think a nice full rounded conversation that would be. I, I think All good, be. man. Uh, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm happy to do it. So. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, thank, thank you again, man. Um, yeah, it's gonna be easy, man. All right. Take care, guys. Peace. Peace. FTC U T D